0: Welcome to another illustrious episode of the High Flyers Wrestling Podcast. It is I, your boy Dumb, aka Smack Saber Jr. Here with my other partner in crime, Rashad. What's going on, fam? You're here with us today. What's good, son? I'm
1: um, great. Another um fantastic Wednesday night. Hey uh blue blazer. I already uh, picked that one. <laughs> it's always love and respect to the uh to Owen Hart, the black heart enough you know like i said you brought back my favorite saying from that time period uh this year enough is enough and it's time for a change
0: bruh the fake and owner. i am
1: not a nugget
0: <laughs> bro that fake on heart with the nose it's horrible uh
1: jason's yeah. Jason <laughs> sensation <laughs>
0: yeah. shout out to the slammy awards too though you know what i'm saying yeah we are here to recap the wednesday night wars obviously what's this week 10 i want to say yeah
1: so for everybody wondering what's going on right now, yes, we are starting to do the shows daily, but this particular show, it will be either two of us or three of us. However the number you're still going to get on gang, you still going to get everything. But we're going to call this series the Wednesday Night Wars.
0: Considering NXT has been on, you know, USA, the longest that they have been on, you know, network television We gonna go ahead and jump it off with them and you know Morrow. first of all it is great to see Morrow back on nxt
1: it was man that was probably my favorite thing was just hearing him back if you follow us on twitter at podcast flyers i was the one who constantly kept praising that he was coming back because i know how it is when when you have depression and you just want to get away for a minute but sometimes that depression gets bad and he just like deleted social media and stuff, so I got kind of concerned. So hearing that he was going to be back this week made me really, really happy because I love because we all love his um, how he puts pop culture into the show because we 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 basically sit there and be like, oh, he he represents us, you know what I'm saying? He put some uh, meek meal, you know, <laughs> put some rap lyrics in there, you know, let us know, you know, he acknowledges something that you know Vince don't acknowledge or Michael PSAs. You know, that we are watching,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out no, tomorrow, know. man. And spe- uh, shout out to the fans who I did see a video where you know, when he came out, they did give him a standing ovation. So, you know, shout out tomorrow, Ronaldo. But he was interrupted by Killian Dane, who was just like, Look, man, I was supposed to wrestle Damian Priest, who is quote unquote out with a rib injury. And I said, quote unquote, because, um, yeah. Right after NXT went out, it was like this whole for some reason they was doing like a WrestleMania moment show, and Damian Priest was the nigga that was hosting it. So for somebody who got some rib injuries, you can't wrestle but you show can't host a TV show. But yeah, I digress. K yeah <laughs>
1: Like a
0: motherfucker. <laughs> but Pete Dunn, the bruiserweight, was the one to end up answering Killian Dane's challenge. And I mean, look. It was the, the typical physical message you would think that they would have, except a
1: lot of oh shit moments. Yes. I mean, they were throwing each other against that apron. That's like they were trying to break the ring, really. <laughs> That's what it
0: felt like. And look, man, I'll say this, bro. If Killian Dane was like, say, I'm a cannonball, you on these steel steps, no, the fuck you not. Like that's that's one spot we ain't yeah. doing, bro.
1: <laughs> new new. I mean, think them apron shots was enough. I was like, "Dang, now you trying to kill me, dog?"
0: Literally, but I mean, I'm he trying took break my back, spinal, oh. like vertebrae. <laughs> but uh, Killian Day ended up getting the win. Um, I'm, I would say surprisingly, but you know, Pete Dunn has been getting a lot of dubs lately. So,
1: speaking of which, I loved how the match ended. It, it ended just how a match between them should end. Basically, they sl- they basically worked each other to death to the point. Killian Dane was just on top of Pete Dunne basically. and just that I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Both shoulders are down. Please just say this is one, two, three. <laughs> Please say it's over.
0: Nah, for real. Props to Killian Dane. Uh, yeah, I will say this. Though. I feel like Pete Dunne does better. He don't really do that well as far as, like, being an underdog, go. It just seems weird. Like, I feel like he's better, like, either being, like, able to dominate his opponents or, you know, like, equal footing on some Adam Cole and him type stuff. You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly. Because, I mean, we know we know what Pete Duncan can do. So trying to paint him as an underdog is kind of silly.
0: And weird, considering his name is Bruiserweight, too.
1: Yeah, and it's like, we, uh, like, how many matches has this man had where he, totally obliterated
0: somebody so <laughs> or just had classics just
1: yeah it's just weird to say oh well what if Pete Dunne doesn't win this one it's like nah
0: <laughs> and it's funny though cause like even with the match the match that he had with Damian Priest I still felt like he was on equal footing with Damian Priest like yeah he taller but at the same time though you know considering like the, the joint manipulation that Pete Dunn does as far as the wrestling <laughs> style go like he, was ne- he would never be out of the match with Killian Dan sometimes I'm like yeah, bro, don't, don't keep fuck you up, fam. Every yeah. cannonball I saw, I was just like, Yeah, Pete, gonna die.
1: Yeah, but look, not to uh, this ain't a diss song, it's a real song, but yeah, he um, Pete Dunn is shaped like Rhino, you know, how Rhino used to be shaped up, you know, real barrel like, <laughs> so he's always gonna have an advantage, like he's all you know, to where he's sturdy enough to hold his own.
0: Um, and considering um, he's one one of- the your longest reigning champions not just nxt or uk champion wwe champions in history like and
1: but and to put that in another perspective and it was he was defending the title and it was great
0: up next we had the undisputed era minus one shout out to bobby fish man like you know get well soon
1: because yeah i don't i want to say that's kayfabe because if you saw last week yeah that looked that was real because yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you looked at it, you were like, Oh, yeah, he hurt for real. And then when they said he wasn't wrestling, I was like, Oh, of course. Because he really <laughs> he really saw up.
0: Because the look that he had on his face, like he like he knew it instantly, too. He was just like, fuck. But I
1: gotta go. <laughs>
0: Adam Cole ended up calling out Finn Balor, which you know we was gonna see that coming, but it was interrupted by the limitless one, the greatness of Keith Lee. Solo, do
1: Yeah, had to bask in his glory.
0: And, Not you right. know, say, man, shout out to Kyle O'Reilly. Like, this is what I be telling people. Like, if y'all would have, like, seen his individual run, you know, when he was a ring on a world champion, like, he is a funny dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, know, we know he can wrestle, but he is comedy gold. Great
1: on the mic, yeah. He he's gonna bring entertainment to the mic
0: because Keith Lee was looking at his championship. Calorai was like, Hey, what are you looking at? My eyes are up here. Yeah,
1: that was the best part.
0: Keith Lee was basically saying, you know, yeah, you know, I might be a moment man, but you know, I'm also a game oh.
1: changer. Yeah, speaking of that, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, they caught they came up with a new nickname for him, Momentera Lee.
0: Yeah, that was yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. That but he really did hit him with the, yeah, I did turn your champion to one of the most viral gifs, you know what I'm saying, on the internet. But he ain't lying, though. He, Ue tried to jump Keith Lee. It didn't work. Uh Chopper came out and threw Adam Cole in the ring. We thought we was going to see Adam Cole get hit with a spirit bomb, but those slithery damn undisputed errors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they ended up running through the crowd. And I mean, obviously. The <laughs> they record. said they got
1: more. Uh <laughs> we got more show to do. So
0: <laughs> and shout out to Chompa, you know what I'm saying? Holding Goldie again. Oh man. Oh, that huge. was the best part. It was. He like
1: he just kept looking at it. He wasn't even picking it up at first. He just kept looking at it. He and looked at Cole's like, drop something. And then he, he dropped he, my you well, dropped my baby, but
0: <laughs> basically. And it's almost time for me to get up back. So we all know this was going to lead to a six man tag team match player at the end <laughs> of the night uh your girl Zali
1: now Zali I still don't know what she said at the beginning of that match but it didn't sound right I said like my my tv was like kind of low and i said what
0: i thought she <laughs> said Last week, Shayna, you tried boning me, and obviously, yes, yes. <laughs> obviously, yes. we know that's not what she said, but
1: I said something about. Like, I said she said something about like getting pounded by who? <laughs> and you
0: know, um, I have pretty good speakers on my TV. Um, You know, and you, it you still sound them.
1: like that's what she said. Oh, shit, I don't but know. we we thinking that she said that Shayna Bates was trying to bone her last week. <laughs> We're gonna go with that until somebody tells us what she
0: said. Until proven otherwise, that's exactly what we're going with. But um, you know, she had a master sand of basically, it was cool. It wasn't really nothing to write, you know, right. I mean, like
1: if you want if you really want to sum it up, it was physical, of course, and it was a lot of kicks because they both come from a mixed martial arts and a martial arts background. But near the end, it pretty much was Shayna doing what Shayna does, which is submission after submission after submission, until she put her in a Karafuta clutch, and that was it. Yeah. I mean, she kept putting her like in every chokehold that she knew. <laughs> like that's yeah. pretty much how the match ended. Yeah.
0: And I will say this though, I mean, you know, Zaylee, she did get like some offense in though, so it wasn't like it was a complete squash match or nothing like that. Yeah. But-
1: yeah. Exactly.
0: And I will and I will say this, despite how a lot of people feel about Shane's catch wrestling style, because it's not for everybody, it's kind of like slow and methodical, kind of like Randy. I mean, obviously Randy ain't catch wrestling, but you know, I'm just saying as far as like the pace goes, she does have a good way of making her opponents look good in a lot of stuff. So yeah. I will so that is one thing that I can't give her credit for, like, you know, considering the time she has been in WWE.
1: But she always let them shine before big. she shut
0: their ass out. That's
1: what I'm saying. She let her get a whole lot of kicks in. Like they literally were trading kicks at one point. Right. So like you said, Dom, um, it wasn't a squash match. So if you didn't watch it, because I know we see it all the time on social media. Well, I picked AW this week. Well, I pick A-W. Go watch both. We always encourage you guys to watch both of them. That's why they make tablets, iPads, computers.
0: I mean, here everybody got a fire stick or something nowadays. There that he, you he, go. He can just so watch
1: both thing. of them, please. So, if you didn't catch this one because you're watching A.W. or you was cooking catfish, whatever you was doing, go see the match. It was actually really good. Now, I have to disagree with Bleacher Report. That just gave it a C plus. I'm like, I'll give it about a B-. Because, like I said, Ziya got got to be Zaya in the match. It just ended with a whole bunch of submissions by Shayna. That was the only thing. Like, you knew what was going to happen at the end.
0: I mean, well, Shayna I mean, basically just let... Zaya beat herself like she always does. You know what I'm saying? She made a mistake. She went for the roundhouse kick while Shane was on the ground. Shane moved and then boom, give me your neck. <laughs> you know yep. what I'm saying? Like, and then
1: she tried to roll out. She said, no, no, no. I got the neck. Like, give me your neck.
0: <laughs> like Shane to say, you can be as great as you want to, but you still need her to breathe. Forgotten Son squash some niggas from Evolve. And um, Jackson Riker, you should be in prison for choke slamming the shit out of Leon Ruff outside yeah, onto rough. the apron like when
1: he went on that because he bounced off the apron fam,
0: like like a nigga <laughs> shot him off the backboard type oh, shit.
1: we try not to laugh shit,
0: i wasn't that shit was funny i Ooh, rewinded it fam you know how many times go. i rewinded <laughs> that part i was like damn you did he here, said, doop, doop. Like, he just on the
1: like he got rubbing his back you
0: know he <laughs> so didn't because he was on the ground why arriving in pain boy <laughs> so i mean yeah like that's really the highlight but shout, i will say shout out, to, shout out to wesley blake though shout out to blake and murphy in general though you know what i'm yeah. saying they both going their separate ways and have been pretty successful
1: Cause i like the forgotten sons one of the up-and-coming tag teams that I, yeah i enjoy watching when they're on tv yeah which we always going not we always gonna say that here on um high flyers that hey if you ain't on tv we're going to kind of push you and be like, hey, should be on TV a lot more.
0: <laughs> if you deserve to be on TV. If you deserve. And
1: we're not just going to say you're not on. Yeah, we don't say that about you. That's because we kind of wish you weren't on TV. But <laughs> I, I look, we'll, we'll go to your half show and support you.
0: What so, <laughs> go ahead. Now, I don't know about you, but the fact that Dakota Kai's new entrance video is footage of her turning on tegan knox at war games
1: again chef's kiss
0: not it only that though beautiful not only that though she has her screen engraved into the music as well like if you it's listen, on beat yeah. yes so bro, bravo she,
1: I, look 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 hey uh, Tegan made it a hot line, you know. Dakota made a hot song, you
0: know. What I mean? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I was just like, Yo, that's some savage shit right there. It was
1: incredible.
0: We were supposed to be getting Dakota Kai versus Rhea Ripley, but um, you know, obviously that didn't happen because Rhea was just like, You know, you set us up, you set us up good at war games, and you know, the thing about setups is you never see them coming. and then Mia Yim came out there with the baggy sweats and the the Tim's, i guess yeah Man, she we
1: out on the butters um they um they must have told her like five minutes like hey we know beat you up hey you may want to go get her because she outside right now you know what i'm saying
0: <laughs> and my thing was like it was at one point when like she was kicking her in the head with them hoes and i was like bro you, you gonna give her a concussion fam <laughs> <laughs> with I them big ass Tim's, but i mean you know it was a typical brawl. um dakota kai and me and yin was going back and forth now i will say this though Dakota Kai swung the knee brace and missed, and that hoe just went flying. Now, if somehow Dakota Kai still has his knee brace next Wednesday, I'm going to be like, so where the fuck she get it from?
1: Somebody, not, somebody in front of the fan was nice enough to give it back.
0: Nah, <laughs> bro. That's, that's, that's bullshit.
1: <laughs> Here you go. You dropped something. You know what I'm saying?
0: Because you didn't see it no more. Yeah, it was gone. <laughs> it was gone. But, you know. Me, and Yim, and Dakota, they brawling all around, you know, full sail. And then the horsewoman came out there and attacked Rhea Ripley,
1: who. Which was funny because she dominated both of them, which was like, duh. Right. I was, yeah. It was like. You know. Of course, because y'all try. Which we say all the time because it's true. Like, this is the worst uh, stable because you know who the leader is. You know who the dominant one is. Dog. Just, like they didn't have to be cheerleaders pretty much. It's like okay.
0: She don't even she don't even have them come out to ringside with her. Like that's how useless they <laughs> she are. She don't need them. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like that you, so, y- y'all just stay back here. Like, if anything, like they'll come out to the ramp, you know, up to the to the entrance ramp with her, and then you know, they'll do their little that little drop rip, off, <laughs> and then they'll just go back to the back. Like, that's how right. childish y'all are.
1: I mean, they're, at, they're pretty much, like I said before, they're like those girls that came out with uh, Breeze Dango.
0: <laughs>
1: Damn. as <laughs> construction workers, and then they went back to the back. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. Nah, I'm, I, I, I'm like, i just say I'm not a fan of Duke and Shafar. I'm just not. I'm not a fan.
0: This week, Shayna had on her gray shirt, so, you know. Yeah.
1: So you know she's ready to fight.
0: Exactly. Now, it did end up being announced basically that next week, well, December 18th, that it will be Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. And I am assuming this is when Rhea Ripley is going to go ahead and dethrone the Queen of Spades. And she's just going to keep building on this uh, momentum. But so I mean, because, like, okay, they don't really have an, another takeover because in January it's going to be what, that Worlds Collide? Chick. Yeah, it's going
1: to be Worlds Collide.
0: And then, so yo, that's what I'm saying. Like, it really wouldn't be no point for them to wait. I mean,
1: I would, I would strike while the irons hot right now, but
0: because then it's really gonna be like, all right, well, who the hell gonna beat this nigga for the title then? <laughs> like, I'm just saying though, like, yeah, Rita, they came like, NXT UK, and like she can't been pairing up, up
1: everybody, and then you still like, I don't know,
0: <laughs> right? So, but I mean, look, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Shout out to Rhea Ripley though. Shout out, to, shout out to the NXT women's division in general though, because I mean, that has been like the best thing about <laughs> WWE in general right now, to be honest with you, is the NXT women's division. All I'll say about the Finn Balor promo is checkmate. Undisputed era of how the hell of a run. They got all the gold. They thought they had the biggest prize in the business. That last week was a shock to their system.
1: Everybody's running around wanting to carry the flag of NXT. (laughs) Maybe people have forgotten, but there would be no flag if it wasn't for
0: Finn Balor. And now they all want a piece of the prince. Gargano, Riddle, Ciampa, Era. Well, they're all playing checkers. I'm playing chess. I told everyone before, my future will be my past. Adam Cole, check me.
1: I know I boo I'm the guy who boosted up the AEW vignettes, but finally NXT had one that made me say, Bravo. That's something I like right there. Finally, something I like. They use the dramatic cameras and everything. I liked it. It was pretty dope.
0: And I mean, right. you know, heel Finn Balor's always been fantastic. And now it feels like he's, you know, what I'm saying, getting his groove as far as like the print in him. You know what I'm saying? It's coming back yeah. out. Like, Finn is dying, the prince is coming out.
1: Let's get to Chris Hero in this uh, all black attire he had on. Black is supposed to be slimming. Uh,
0: <laughs> First of all, I'm probably the only person that that, that chants out Hero instead of Oh No in his uh, interest music.
1: It does sound like they're saying Hero, Oh No. <laughs> exactly.
0: That's why I'd be like, man. Yeah. It does.
1: When you wrote that, I was like, it does. Sound like
0: this, that's why I was just like, I can't be the it only said, Hero,
1: one. Hero, Oh No. <laughs>
0: But you the original bro, your man's Matt Riddle ended up answering catches on those open challenge. And as far as the match go, it it was solid. Like honestly, like all the matches, and not to even make it seem like that it was average, like anything like that, but it's like with NXT, you know, as far as the wrestling part of it, it's always gonna deliver. So yeah. when we be kind of talking about the matches and saying like, you know, it was solid or something like that, it's just like we know the wrestling is always gonna be taken care of, like no matter who's in the ring. That's why, like, even with Desiree and Shayna Baszler, like, we probably emphasize that more because we I mean, shit. I thought it was gonna be a squash. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, with I'm you. like,
1: nah, she, nah, she went toe to toe, and it was executed to as to the best that it could be. But you know, of course, she knows she's gonna get choked out.
0: Exactly. But as far as the match go, um, what did you think about Cash's Ono and uh Matt Riddle?
1: First off, like we said, we were just glad to see Chris Hero out there. (laughs) That was the first thing. But Matt, they really got Matt Riddle looking like that dude, bro. Once he kicks those flip-flops off, I'm like, they about to let him go off.
0: Oh, yeah. Even when he beat Ricochet.
1: Yeah. So, you know, he landed the bro Derek. Of course, you know, like I said, Matt Riddle is – I'm. I'm not gonna say he's like over for no reason, but you know he's over right now. Every time people have a collision with someone else, that's the guy that they bring out from the back to be with them. So I wasn't surprised that um Cash is on a loss, but yeah, I, I liked his wrestling genius shirt too. Shout out to him, call himself the wrestling yeah. genius. Uh <laughs> but yeah, overall the match was pretty good. Again, I was just happy to see Cassius on out there, and i still trying to wonder what all black uh jersey he like. he had just a regular black jersey on, but I'll just see what was on it. Like just his um, like you said, KO or something like that. I don't I'm, know what it said on
0: it. I'm just glad he started wrestling in Jersey dresses, fan. That's 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 really <laughs> all that matters at this point in time. And, and, I, and it kind of annoys me though, because we know how good Chris Hero is. So it's just like for them to be using him to basically put people over, is kind of annoying at this point. Especially considering really? how long, like, because he's been kind of doing his thing in NXT UK. So, for him to come and get his ass beat by Matt Riddle kind of like defeated the purpose. He should have just stayed over there. <laughs> the returning Kushida, <laughs> first of all, wasn't that Raul Mendoza? He came after, yeah,
1: Raul Mendoza. Came um,
0: out. and we he thought was he was, there, he
1: did his entrance
0: in everything. and
1: everything out of nowhere. That's all you could say was Raul didn't see it come. Cameron Grimes just nah, it was over. Like he just <laughs> he knocked him cold. He knocked him out cold. And they said, "Oh, he ain't gonna be able to compete."
0: And, and he uh, stomped
1: on top of him and walked to the ring. Yeah,
0: just like it he treated wasn't that. that
1: man. He treated that man like a doormat and just <laughs> went into the ring.
0: But as far as the match go, though, it wasn't really a lot to like say about it because it, wasn't yeah, a, like, five members, it was yeah, there's nothing to say because it. It was, it was a squash match. And you know, once once you seen Rashida was even Kushida was even returning, you already knew that you know he was gonna end up getting the win anyway. Yeah. But the main event of the evening. Well, Undis- before we get
1: to that, um this is the thing that kind of made me laugh about the fact that Kushida just dominated was that they've been pushing Cameron Grimes as like this dominant dude. They even had a vignette for him last week. Like, well, we all know he's good, but it's like, how y'all gonna do him like that last week and then all of a sudden have him destroy somebody to get in the match that he loses?
0: I mean, but that's because Maybe up. I'm
1: thinking too much about maybe I'm thinking too much about it, but
0: No, yeah. I mean <laughs> it's, it's a legit gripe, but Kushida's star power is bigger than Cameron Grimes. So I mean, we just true. if you just go like looking at it from that perspective, then I mean, yeah. It,
1: you understand, but, yeah, you understand. Look, for me, I'm like, I understand, but I don't understand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, and not really trying to give them this much credit, it could also, you know, we might just see more matches in the future, because, I mean, like I said, this was just, like, four, five minutes, so maybe this could lead to a feud between, you know, Kushida and Cameron Grimes, which I, and, and we both know if that happened, Kushida is gonna come out on top, so, yeah, we know that, but the matches will be off the chain, though. Now, Hoo-wee, man, like I said, the main event of the evening, three fourths of the undisputed era, Adam Cole, Bay Bay, boom, the greatness of Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong took on Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, and Dominique Dodjakovi. Uh, yeah, once again, um, as far as the match goes, Dominique Dodgicovi, he really did he had a fantastic showing, especially that damn little corkscrew um springboard he did. So, look, man. I respect you yeah. and Keith Lee, but I ain't gonna be I ain't gonna be sitting outside waiting to catch y'all big asses, bro. I'm For might, real it's
1: like you're too big, dude.
0: I might have to pull the Charlotte Fleur and just move out the way, you know what I'm saying? just like yeah, uh, you know without, no silicone don't know. to block that. Nah. <laughs> Titties ain't gonna block that. <laughs> <laughs> but um as far as like some of the spots in the match though, I did like the part where you know Domini Dodger Covid was trying to go for a tag and literally all three members of Undisputed Era was pulling him back to their corner so he can't make the high tag, you know, like little stuff like that just shows just how great of uh, you know what I'm saying that they work together because Smart Like, them in The Revival, I feel like, are two of the smartest tag teams right now. I mean, obviously, we got a lot in WWE, but as far as, like, just cohesiveness and, like, doing the small old-school tag team wrestling moves, yeah, they definitely are some of the best. But your man's Keith Lee, got the hot tag, and uh, I'll leave it to you, man.
1: Oh, my goodness. So pretty much Keith Lee went in there. And again, I rap this every day. But he shows why he's a star. Once he hit that jackhammer on Adam Cole, Bay, Bay boom. He won. He pinned the champ. That's how the match ended with Keith Lee dominating Adam Cole. And if that wasn't a statement, I don't know what is. Right after that,
0: <laughs> your man's fin came out there and sh- drop kicked the shit out of Adam Cole and hit Chomper with a mean, I mean 1916. Then Keith Lee laid out. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he laid out, it out with, spirit with ball. a <laughs> spirit spirit bomb I'm talking about, doubt. The way they be bouncing off the mat to sell like, that spirit is. bomb. It's fantastic, bro.
1: Again, Keith Lee showed you why he's like why they're pushing him like this. Yes. He's delivering. This ain't this ain't. We're gonna we gonna go ahead and drop names here. This ain't no Umberto stuff you watching right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this ain't no monster. This ain't no industry plant monster type stuff going on. This nah. is some real deal, you know. This man deserves a push like Rhea Ripley type stuff going on.
0: And I think he has definitely been like one of the main benefactors of like NXT moving two hours on USA. After the match, William Regal came out and announced that Adam Cole will defend the NXT Championship against the winner of Finn Balor, Tommaso Ciampa, and Keith Lee. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of disappointed because I kind of rather have a fatal four way match.
1: Yeah, I'd rather have the fate of four way. I'd rather have just all four these guys going at it.
0: But here's my hope that towards the end of the match, all three members of Undisputed Area are going to be like, fuck it, and just come out and like attack and everybody. Yeah. And then that way, William Regal will be like, oh, okay, you're going to go up against all of them. So that's why I'm hoping that that's the route that they go. Now, another thing is conspicuously absent from that triple threat match is Dominique Dajakovic. And even on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? He was just like, okay.
1: Uh, Yeah. Because, I mean, he was sitting sitting there like, what about me? I'm like, right here. (laughs) Exactly. They got overlooked. And, yeah, and that was like the only, like, slap to the face.
0: Or but also, kinda, he could, uh, he could, he might come out and be like, fuck out." That's what
1: there. I was just about to say. I'm like, you know, he might kick knee somebody in the face and they ding, 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 ding. Then they have a fatal four oh. way to determine the next time. And then, yeah, the possibilities are endless on this, but. Or
0: another scenario, if they do go like with a one on one match for the belt, they could go Keith Lee about to get the win. Dijakovic has Keith Lee costing him his shot and then that's how Ciampa ended up, you know, probably picking the bones of, like, you know, one of them and then ended up getting the win. So it'll be like Ciampa versus Adam Cole one-on-one and then we'll get, like, the, the rubber match between Keith Lee and Dijakovic and then that's how they get end that feud.
1: Just a thought. Yeah. I, like, actually, that would be really, really good. I hope Paul was listening to that.
0: Uh, <laughs> But as far as NXT went, um, it was a very enjoyable episode. Like I said, the, the wrestling as far as the in product, it, it's always you know it always delivers. So that's you know that's nothing new. Um, overall, I give it a I give it a B B minus. You know, besides Lee the vision. and Shayna, yeah, you know, solid episode. Again,
1: um, we want to know what she said.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> we want to know what did what say? trying to bone you.
1: <laughs> all Ma'am. <laughs> that's all they need to put us back. Saying, Ma'am, did you just say Shanelle tried to bubble you?
0: Yes and, or no? And you know, and that's <laughs> probably something you probably shouldn't have said out loud. You know, she probably wants you to keep that quiet. That's why she put you to sleep, so you can't never mind. Anywho, um, <laughs> on the other side of the Wednesday night. On
1: TNT, spectrum,
0: we had AEW dynamite with a fan. If you looked at this card on paper, you would be like, Oh yeah. I'm I'm, yeah I definitely gotta check that out
1: um hailing well not hailing but they were in Champaign Illinois shout out to the University of Illinois where they had uh Dynamite this week I always gotta shout out the uh thing because we never know somebody from Champaign might be like they shout out the uh city out there so
0: that's true they teamed up with Dustin Rose and they took on Sammy Guevara Santana and Ortiz from the inner circle and to be honest with you, for the majority of the match, the inner circle really didn't have a lot of offense. Like they didn't, you know. Yeah, you know,
1: Sammy didn't really get going until like probably the middle if not the end.
0: I will get to his dumb ass. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know what you're about to get to. But yeah, yeah. I'll get <laughs> to that. that shit was dumb.
0: But um, first of all, shout out to Dustin Rose with the matching tassels. You know what I'm saying? With the matching young bucket gear. Hey, man. He always finds a way to match his tag team partners. I don't know if a lot of people realize that, though.
1: Yeah. And another thing I said for well, people, I saw the comments of like, oh, what is he wearing? Uh, uh, uh. Let me tell you something. If you have watched Dustin Rhodes wrestle his entire career, that was not the craziest things he's ever worn. Go back to that attitude era. I want to say about what, 97, 98?
0: Yeah, he was out there wilding, he was wilding. So, uh, that was actually a good look for him last night, (laughs) it it really was. So, but that
1: that was tame for him,
0: and also shout out to him doing the uh, the Young Bucks pose too on the entrance. All right, so we're gonna fast forward towards the end of the match because Sammy Guevara, for some reason, you know, he had a beautiful 630. I ain't gonna lie, that 630
1: was yeah, was fire, yeah.
0: Dusty ended up kicking out, which angle I ain't gonna lie, I was surprised. I thought, you know, he got hit with the slap and then the 630, that was gonna be it. But he kicked out. So for some reason, <laughs> he went to his leather jacket and grabbed the cell phone. The- and went to the top rope. There was no, and there's nobody laying on the mat. Like, Dustin is like, I don't even see him no more because this nigga yeah, was well, on the nobody there. side. For some, also, why did you go to the opposite side? Like, yeah. if you was going to do that, Dustin, you, he was right there laying right there. You could have just, like, held him right who, there.
1: Who was you trying to hit the shooting star on, fam? <laughs>
0: because he <laughs> did it and got super, double super kicked by, by the young, young bucks. bucks. And rightfully so. And look, and man. And then
1: the double of driver and that time I was like, oh, it's over. And of course, like I said, one, two, three, Between. which was incredible because Dustin and the Young Bucks are not an actual trio. So the fact that they pulled off a trio move to finish oh, it was fantastic.
0: Not even that trio move, but when they hit was that Sammy with the my bad with the unnatural kick and the super kick combination, I was just like, oh yeah, I like that tag team move right there. But a fantastic way to start off AEW Dynamite now. If the opening match was, like, crack, then Trent versus Ray Phoenix was, like, heroin. So, and you can kind of tell, like, the crowd was, like, shit. You know what I'm saying? They were still kind of, like, trying to recover from the last match. So, at times, it kind of felt like the crowd was out of this match a little bit. And that's not a knock on Trent and Ray Phoenix because, shit, this match was fucking amazing.
1: (laughs) But but the reason that uh, I'm going to pause right here for one reason. And you know the reason that this match was good? We got, we got the best friend that we all wanted. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> we didn't get it. We we, we didn't because uh, if it was Chucky e. T versus Ray Phoenix, yeah, we probably would have turned the TV off, pops popcorn, maybe took a walk,
0: <laughs>
1: Switch it over to NXT.
0: Yeah, Switch over to NXT. Uh <laughs> volume up on at least NXT, muted AEW. You know,
1: yeah. yeah, because. Nah, we ain't feeling jacket a T over here. But yeah,
0: the <laughs> only thing I will say before I throw it to you is Ray Phoenix got his win back from last week because you know last week Trent you know ended up pinning Ray Phoenix in the tag team match. Yeah, and also he's pinning again. Hey man, Trent is getting some uh, some dubs
1: again. Trent is the team. <laughs> well, not nah, him and uh, get all frisky, squeeze.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's true.
1: Ray Phoenix is an incredible performer. Well, both Lucha Bros are shout out to uh Dom loving the theme song, bro, <laughs> which always makes their matches at the end feel kind of weird because that's how they hey, you
0: know what? I realized your
1: winner Ray Phoenix. I'll say you here, Lucha Bros Mexican,
0: and then when it's just Pentagon Jr. by itself, Siddle mezzo
1: Mexicans, <laughs> and it's like okay. Uh, so shout out to Ray Phoenix. Just start, uh, just start um, wrestling and winning with no music at the end. Keep your dignity, please. But I want to get past that because what they did was, and I love that AEW does this, especially when Cody's about to come out. They have the double camera. One was showing the thing that pays the bills, the commercials, of course and cody coming to get out the wilt, walking towards getting his coffee his chamomile tea whatever he's drinking before he comes out there and he dropped the promo of all promos and he said something that i really hadn't even thought about he came in with a click and everybody gone <laughs> everybody's <laughs> off doing their own thing like i never did <laughs> think about it i was like yeah your brother is out here with uh the young bucks earlier today. Your wife's cutting, uh, is with uh karma, awesome car, whatever you want to call her, cutting women's hair off. <laughs> MJF turned on you. It's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Cody, came in here. yeah Cody came here with a whole crew. Everybody went stupid on them and left them dolo. But the best part was that he said. MJF not going to fight him. He talked about butchering the blade. He said he can have a match with them if they want when the time comes. They can even pick who he goes against. He does not care because Cody said, I ain't Vince. Like, I'm not messing (laughs) on messed up matches. I was like, hey, I'm wrestling even matches around here. This owner actually, you know, know what he's doing. Mm. So (laughs) he pulled out the keys to the whip. You can have that yeah You want to be me so bad. When he pulled off the Omega, he threw it. I said, man, that's about like a $10,000 watch, fam. Fam. <laughs> it was Look, you know what I would have did? I would have laidly gently put that on the ring. Like, you can have that. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
0: like, I'm, I'm coming back for this. Yeah, I got to come back. I would have gave this. it to Tony. I would have been like, hey, uh, here you go, Tony. Hey, hold this. Hold this, this real yeah. fast. Uh, he
1: threw out the red bottoms. These is bloody shoes. Shout out to Christian Louboutin getting all this wrestling love this week. First Rusev, now Cody.
0: Damn, you ain't bullshitting.
1: For real. So <laughs> then he pulled out a briefcase of 50 grand.
0: And then gave a hundred dollars to a little to a little kid. And you know what I'm saying? The firm up. Man. He like he ain't need it, to be honest. Ooh.
1: When I say Cody has been delivering like this whole month well not the month but like these last few weeks my goodness and this is a man that really wasn't talking he's tried not tries not to talk he just, goes, he just does you know he'll do like a promo or two then you get the match but now man you talking about I did this like he was like for folks who you know for folks who know about some money he was talking big money. He was letting you know this this ain't no uh broke promotion, bro. The the owner, the reason we going from city to city from town to town cuz your boy been saving up his lunch money, man. Literally <laughs> and then accumulated to some wealth. You know what I'm saying? So Woo, I loved it because again, I'm a big fan of the American Nightmare, just Cody uh stardust whatever you want dashing cody roads dashing cody roads whatever you want to call this man this man has learned a lot from not just his brother but his father about this business to where he knows what we want and he knows how to deliver it again flawless execution on behalf of cody
0: to be honest with you um you could argue that Cody has been cutting some of the best promos, like as far as the whole year go.
1: Yeah, I need that.
0: Yeah, Th- throughout, you know what I'm saying, all the promotions. So, yeah, and as far as baby faces go, Cody might end up finishing the top five baby faces of 2019. Got to, got to because he has been giving us some fire you know what i'm saying with the storytelling with the in-ring work and the promo work so yeah man definitely shout out to cody rose but that shit was plain. <sighs> and before you move on definitely. go go on twitter go on social media and look up mjl's response to cody rose promo okay. it was fantastic
1: oh no 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 oh this is the funny part i forgot to mention when he talked about the Burberry scarf being fake, Bam. that was funny. Because then they showed a dude with a Burberry scarf in the crowd. I was like, oh, man. Oh.
0: <laughs> the, uh, Nyla Rose and the librarian. Ah, oh.
1: <laughs> Ain't much you can say. <laughs> the Basically, the aftermath was way better than the match. Oh,
0: easily. ooh <laughs>
1: oh man i mean every like shanna came out there and believe it or not um nala rose was suspended without pay for the rest of the year which means she's not getting paid for like you know about 20 30 <laughs> about 20 some days
0: now i will say this though and i know a lot of people just like you know why they keep mentioning them? like they kind of like parry, you know, Britt Baker's you know response from like you know in <laughs> NXT war games. And a lot of people were just like, oh, that's so bushly, yada yada, yada. Y'all do realize that in the 90s, wrestling companies were taking shots at each other like all the time. Not even that though, like hell, Pepsi talks shit about Coca-Cola and like. Yeah, you see that all the time. nigga. Sprint, Variety, like, bruh.
1: If you ever look at, like, yeah, you just mentioned it. Cell phone commercials. They literally talk about the competitor in the commercial. I mean, I know you're stupid where y'all don't see the yellow, the pink. (laughs) Like, that's representing the other companies, man. Like, they, so when y'all getting on, oh, why are you talking about the competition? That's that's competitive that's how you compete in business sometimes
0: that's what they're trying to show
1: that you're better than the competitor duh so
0: I don't that's that's not that's why I'm just like I don't understand why people are just so like uh, right right but they showed it like during commercial break anyway and honestly it was funny
1: Uh, (laughs) Joey they were talking to Joey Janelle in the back and Mox just came out of nowhere looked at the camera (laughs) Looked kids. at Joey, kids, <laughs> just shook his head. He was like, you don't even know. You don't even know what you signed up for, fam."
0: <laughs> but you know who things are looking good for though. Le champion,
1: le champion. Your man is- who who didn't have a list. He had a lexicon. The Lexicon of Le Champion. <laughs> he had Le- lexicon of Le Champion. <laughs> Shout
0: out to him telling people stop living in 2016.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said, we don't have a list no more. We got lexicons. What you talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah. Just Once again, and not to keep repeating this, but this is the difference between scripted promos and just promos to word. You know what I'm saying? you either, It's either unscripted or you just got, you know what I'm saying, bullet points to hit. jericho timing on everything is just fantastic bro
1: uncle buck papa Buck, (laughs) Alan joe and every single one was moxley bro right
0: (laughs) every other one was mox he said mox (laughs) basically letting you know i'm not wrestling moxley in 2019 which is interesting though because i mean i can see that considering you know who he said his uh next opponent is gonna be but jericho is wrestling at wrestle kingdom in january i want to say so yeah i wonder would mox take the belt off of him before he does that or would it just you know or he just gonna go in there as aew champion
1: and you know like cody probably thinking about that right now for one particular reason that gives you international exposure you let him take that that belt to tokyo and new
0: japan i already said they are open to working with you know AEW. so
1: you know, In which i'm happy for simply because yeah i mean everybody tried to make the rumor that it was like bad blood bad turn i was like no nah, they understood <laughs>
0: right like she that. cody
1: had it yeah cody had a dream cody cody just uh manifested it that was it
0: but um yeah man shout out to the lexicon of clay Le champion and it could be me but he, he did kind of you know stop short of saying marty scroll so um yeah
1: he was saying about to say something before um the jurassic express came out and you know i always gotta say shout out to marco stunt
0: aka little kid
1: aka little kid yeah (laughs) brought your little kid out here i was like oh man
0: but yeah man as far as the promo go yeah man how was you how was you feeling in what are your thoughts on the opponents that Chris Jericho picked for his last contractual match?
1: You already know. I'm excited because Jungle Boy is over for us, but he's not being pushed like that over there on the actual programming. But just the fact that um, Luke Perry's son get a chance the big time on December 18th to show what he got. Like I said, I just I'm always happy to see loot uh Jurassic. I'm gonna say it, Lucha Express, uh <laughs> Jurassic Express. <laughs> it's so many. It's Luchasaurus, Lucha Bros, Lucha House part. It's just it, Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. It really Lucha is. Eve, right? Yeah, it's it's Lucha everywhere. Um, <laughs> shout out to the to the Lucha Libre. Right? Like I said, I like AAA, like CMLL, and all that stuff too. But yeah, I'm just glad that you know jungle boy gets that kind of exposure because jericho knows how to put people over right true so i'm not like even when i lose you're going to look at jungle boy differently after the match you're going to take him seriously as a competitor yeah i think because problem, some people, like i said i'm already a fan but <laughs> if you're kind of sleeping on jungle boy this is going to wake you up that's good that's going to be the thing that
0: wakes you up right there Shout have to lose so the coming out there talking yeah. about raw I bet you did. I bet you think
1: that's how I talk don't you <laughs> <laughs> but like I, yeah that's why I said just Jurassic Express overall was just the great again it was another week of the fact that Chris Jericho is showing why he is indeed the best in the world because you can put him in the ring with anybody and it, it could be the most cringiest person in the world and he's gonna make it either really really funny or he's gonna like just like pull you in, and he did it with. I mean the the Jurassic Express, like he, like I said, he got on all of them, and it just hit to where once he said, "Yeah, him and Jungle Boy is going at it." I was like, you know what? I'm actually looking forward to this. Exactly, <laughs>
0: it's incredible. Mean, Scorpio yeah. Scott.
1: Oh, and I told you, I was um I was impressed by Scorpio Scott through that whole, you know, little
0: week week and a half. Yeah, good two weeks fan.
1: Oh yeah, Scorpio sky, too cold, Scorpio. <laughs> Anybody in the Scorpion family? Anybody in the Scorpio family? <laughs> it was like I said, it was a great, it was a great, great segment. Because again, I'm always rooting for Jungle Boy to get over because, you know, not only does he work hard, he's had kind of a long, I want to say year, year and a half. True. So, you know, he, you know, he's focused on his career right now. So I'm glad he got that chance. But next, I get to take a deep breath on this one. Get to see good old Chris Statland. My favorite uh new wrestler over on <laughs> AW <laughs> always delivers uh, when she comes out versus Sheeta. Now, Sheeta, I like her for one reason. She always sits there and gives you the craziest kicks or knees like in the first five seconds of every match.
0: That's (laughs) very true.
1: (laughs) Like every single time. Oh. Okay. So basically fast forward that we got an unknown person um, on the ring on ringside who was pretty much like I'll sacrifice my hair. You don't have to take their hair. We're getting a new wrestler, pretty much, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, we're going to go to James and Pentagon Jr. Uh, and he had on the drumline pants. right? <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Like I said, but and he... Man, I hate to say it, but this the first Christmas of match. I looked at him I was like, dang, he old.
0: Yeah, me too. Because he, <laughs> he had a couple of boxes I was like, that's not Yeah, he was like. And I was glad that uh
1: pentagon junior <laughs> won i was like Ooh, because i'm like if he hadn't won um chris Davis probably would have killed <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably would have broke his neck or something like that so yeah i was glad that he took over the match and won okay we're gonna again now we're at the main event mox john moxley dean ambrose whatever else you want to call him Versus Joey Janela, I will let you do that.
0: Oh, the main event was fantastic. Um, It was basically a rematch from what was it Fighter Fest? I want to yes. say when they had Fighter that Fest, Yeah. Um, look, Joey Janela, he did what he could. It's, it's <laughs> I
1: mean, because I mean, the match was overall, you know, just
0: oh, it was, it was a nice side. Yeah, it was definitely a damn good main event, especially considering that. A lot of people especially now they look at these two as like hardcore crazy dudes and the fact that they just kept that's you know i'm saying a regular wrestling match but it was still physical at the same time yeah dog that modified paradigm shift yeah fam yeah on the top uh, turnbuckle
1: it was bananas
0: yeah, after that, I was just like, "Yeah, you definitely, yeah." yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yeah, you win.
0: <laughs> you win. That's it, bro. If George Nellie kick out of that, bro, y'all gotta let him win. I don't even get, I don't give a damn. fist with a school boy,
1: but for real, yeah, but man. It, the the of night ended with Jericho's music playing and Jericho staring down Mox. So again, we will see this in twenty twenty. We just oh, got hold on. Right. not
0: even to cut you out. Not only that, but he came through the crowd just like Mox did last week which made it even more better.
1: Yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, we're still not going to do this this year, but I got you next year. <laughs>
0: which I'm fine next with. Year going,
1: yeah, next year is going down. So, which, yeah. Like I said, if it was anything like Mox and um, Kenny, it's going to be worth the wait, guys.
0: Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. So, as far as AEW goes, how do you feel about Dynamite?
1: Dynamite... Um, I'm gonna keep it on a roll. I'm gonna keep it on a roll and say it was a good A, A minus. It was a it was a solid AEW. I know I just um outdid it, outdid it from um NXT. But yeah, it's still delivering on a high level for everybody who keeps picking one over the other, talking about numbers and stuff like that. AEW is a solid product as of right now. We all winning. Exactly. We all winning on Wednesday nights.
0: So you can find us on the Twitters at Podcast Flyers. You can find me, Freshy Snipes21, on Twitter. You can find your boy Rashad on Shad Miller 13. You can find your boy Terry getting his Michael Man. PS Hayes on. Um at <laughs> 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 Bobby, Bobby Digital. <laughs> You can find us on Facebook at uh, High, High Flyers Wrestling Podcast. All social media sites, the YouTube, wherever you get your podcast from, Spotify, Spreaker. We are about to be on Apple and Apple, Apple Podcasts. You know, so for all you Apple having people out there that works for y'all, Google Music, basically everywhere you get your podcast from check your boys out we everywhere so it should be no reason why you can't you can't find us
1: wednesday nights are made for wrestling and we are going to cover it every single week in the wednesday night wars series thank you for listening